and know exactly what it is. However, there are plenty of things around the world that even science still can't explain. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob. This is Mysteries of Life, the series that covers everything from the unknown and paranormal to things that just make you say what? And today, one of my favorite things are mysterious things, finds, photos, any of that, that really don't have too much explanation. And even science or historians can't really give you a correct or complete answer. So we're going to pull from a website called thetravel.com, and it's a perfect website for this because all of these finds are places around the world that people have seen, people have visited. You might know, you might have seen a picture, but do you really know what it is? Now, the first one I had to do was one of my favorites because I see it all the time on the shows that I watch, the Nazca Lines in Peru. So in southern Peru, you have what is called the Nazca Lines. There are a series of ancient geoglyphs in the Nazca Desert, the largest being around 1,200 feet long. Experts believe that, the, believe that these lines, with some resembling Paracas motifs, were created by the Naz Nazca culture <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, between 500 BCE and 500 CE. Many of these geoglyphs are simple lines. However, some are complex or pictures that resemble all sorts of animals like birds, llamas, fish, and even humans. Uh, removing natural reddish pebbles and uncovering the white ground underneath created these ancient figures. There isn't a real reason to why they're there. However, scholars believe that one main possibility is religious purposes. And that is probably very true and very possible as to why. The other reason behind why they don't know why these are here is because you have to see them from the air to fully see them. And that leads a lot of theorists and um, historians and even scientists to think that possibly it's of extraterrestrial reasoning or the people who made them are human, but they uh, carve them for people to see from space. And that's just many of the reasons, uh, few reasons behind it as to why we're not sure what they are. No matter what the reasoning, if you haven't yet see them, you've got to check them out. One of my bucket lists would I love to take a helicopter or a, a plane over to see because it's something that you really can't experience, I would think, unless you actually see them. So they are beautiful. They probably do have some religious purpose connected to it, um, possibly some cultural significance as well. But again, the, the, the way they are uh, laid out and how they're seen, they're in a very odd position. Most uh, geoglyphs, hieroglyphs, or anything else are done, painted, carved on sides or inside of caves where any person can go through and see. Why would you carve something you would need to be up in the sky to actually see? Kind of interesting. Number two, a place called Gobekli Tepe in Turkey. So this is located in the southeastern point of Turkey, and it dates back to almost 12,000 years, which puts it at a time before pre-civilization. According to Ranker.com, uh, Ranker the site was built around the same time the last ice age ended. So consider the time frame. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Gobekli Tepe is such an old and ancient site that it even predates Stonehenge, Stonehenge excuse me, by over 6,000 years. 
The site is also pretty impressive because there are skilled architectural styles uh, seen in the construction of many temples and craftsmen, craftsmanship that is thousands of years ahead of its time. The site is truly a wonder and is an archaeologist rethinking how civilization started. However, the functionality and the reasoning is still a mystery. Now, again, this is definitely something we know for sure was built by a race of people at the time, obviously before civilization as we know in history began. The architectural workings, the perfect edges, all that stuff is definitely precursor, which again leads to believe that was there an outside source. But again, we're not really sure what the purpose of it is there. Is it just a built a, a, a civilization where people are living? That could well be. Many a times, like for instance, finding the city of Atlantis, aka Santorini, found out it was a full-on civilization with homes and stores. You had uh, plumbing, you had food, you had all that stuff. So this could just be another place where people live. That's very highly possible, and most historians would probably agree, 98%, that this was a civilization. But it doesn't do, uh, take away from the mystery as to why or how this thing was here so much earlier than other civilizations were. My guess, maybe an ancient civilization that is yet to be discovered, an ancient race of people, or maybe just super, super skilled uh, race of people we already know about that just, again, happened to get some help building this stuff here. It's pretty cool. And again, something I love to see because I think you have to really be there to experience it, right? Now, number three takes us to my... Uh, uh, country here in the USA. It's the Mystery Hill in New Hampshire. Now, this is one that I just learned about today, so this is pretty cool. They call it America Stonehenge because it is made out because it is mostly made out of stone. And experts claim that it to be either a four thousand year old megalithic astronomical complex built by uh, a Native American culture, a lost monastery of uh, migrant Irish monks or the misinterpreted work of 18th and 19th century farmers. So right there, that's pretty cool. It's like our own version of Stonehenge, which is one of the biggest uh, uh, sites around the world. And possibly maybe a little bit earlier, maybe around the same time, who knows? And we also don't know who built it. We just know that whoever was living there at the time, it was their doing. Uh, Mystery Hill is located in a city called Salem, New Hampshire, and is possibly America's oldest archaeological site. So there you go. Even if it is not older than a Stonehenge, it is um, possibly our oldest uh, site here. A website called Atlas Obscura says that the site consists of a series of small stone walls, odd stone arrangements, and underground chambers. Despite all the possibilities as to who built it and why, it continues to puzzle archaeologists. So again, we are looking at a place that we know how it was done. We know who possibly did it, but it's really more of a, why is it there? The problem with a lot of these stone structures, A, obviously the people who made it are long gone, but B, there is no way of um, measuring what exactly the purpose was. We're not At that point in time, a lot of the stuff was made for specific reasons. And while a lot of it turns out to be either religious or just a personally cultural video, um, not video, um, purpose to it, it still doesn't explain how it was done, 
who specifically did it. And still, even if we know it's connected to a religious or cultural thing, why it's there. And that's really the mystery. And that's what makes this so much fun because you don't know why it's there. There really isn't a purpose to be there, but it still makes for great viewing because it's something that's so awesome to see. And it makes for a great puzzle because, well, you know, why? <laughs> All right, number four, we have the Roman dodecahedrons in Europe. Roman, Dehecha Roman dodecahedrons date back from the 2nd and 3rd centuries AD and are small hollow objects made of bronze or stone with 12 flat pentagonal faces, each having a circular hole. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, these objects have been found. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, sorry. These objects have been found all across Europe from Wales to Hungary and Spain to east of Italy. About 100 of them have been found, and the mystery is that none of these bronze objects have been found in accounts or pictures of that time. Speculations range from using as candlesticks, dice, estimating devices, or even gauges to calibrate water pipes. Now, I talked about these on a uh, show a while ago. I believe that video got compromised, so I'm basically redoing it here again. But I talked about this before. And the, the uses are actually new to me because I never got a reasoning behind it, but being used as dice or estimating devices, stuff like that. It's an interesting thought. Now, the difference here is this is an actual object. Now, we know when it was dated to or around it when it was. We know who possibly made it, in this case, Rome. But the fact that no historian has found this being used in any written account, pictorial account, or any discussion, it makes it kind of an odd thing. It's almost as if something was dropped in the middle of Rome, said, here you go, have some fun, but nobody ever talked about it. And we know from places like Rome, like Greece, like Egypt, every time you find something, you're automatically drawn into what it was for. And nine times out of 10, you have the, uh, the written reasoning to why it was. So again, why would you have, I mean, they found about 100, they say, why would you have almost, <laughs> excuse me, um, excuse me, why would you have almost 100 of these guys and not have any reasoning or use for behind it. What do you guys think? Um, all right, now number five, the Copper Scroll Treasure, part of the Dead Sea Scrolls. So, <laughs> I get super excited, guys, I apologize. Uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls are ancient Jewish religious manuscripts found in the Qumran Caves in the West Bank near the Dead Sea. Now, we know about this story, we know about these and we know that the ongoing um, mystery is still being worked on in Israel, the Middle East, and Egypt, all that area. The Copper Scroll, however, is one of the Dead Sea Scrolls, however, that makes it unique to what is written. It is written on metal, unlike the others written on parchment. It is not a literary work like the Dead Sea Scrolls, but pretty much a treasure map listing places where gold and silver are buried. Interesting, because we talked about the Biles, uh, Beale cipher the other day, where it was a coded map to get to a supposed treasure. Um, also, Ancient Origin states that its author, script, style, language, genre, content, and medium differ to all the other scrolls. So everything about this writing and this scroll is not connection to the other Dead Sea Scrolls, which make it uh, that it must believe that it must have been placed in a cave at a different time. 
Over 4,600 precious metals are listed on the Copper Sea Scroll, making the total amount of metal, if worth, billions of dollars today. So what's cool about this is that it's the treasure thing again. It's the, can we find the treasure? And again, precious metal worth billions of dollars, that's a lot of money, guys, right? So not only is it in the Dead Sea Scroll mystery, but it's actually not at the same time. So this leads uh, historians, architects, or archaeologists, and others to wonder, when was it placed, who placed it, and why? So the fact that they already think that it was placed at a different time in a different area, that gives you that it was probably a different person who dealt with the Dead Sea Scrolls. But considering the comparison between the Copper and the Dead Sea Scrolls, there might be some connection between the two. So again, kind of like the dodecahedrons in Rome, you have a completely self-contained map of sorts to what could be a lot of money if found. So what do you guys think? This is just five of many. I believe there are uh, 25 on that list. If you come across one on there you want me to go more deeper into, let me know. I am happy to. I'm happy to talk more about what we talked about today as well. Thank you all for watching live. If you weren't able to hit live, don't worry. Go to YouTube and Twitch. Hit that subscribe. The more you subscribe, the more we can give to you. Appreciate all that gives and all that subscribes. Thank you for watching. And later today, we got a book review, a couple book reviews, actually. If you're a Marvel fan, you're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned and stay curious.